and how are you doing my name is Sharon Jogo host and producer awesome podcast a podcast that in that strives to inspire change through conversations and um, today's episode is a sequel of what we have been talking about in the past two or three weeks and today's topic is that I am ashamed of the gospel last week. We left at um, embracing the Holy Spirit to inspire the change in us. He's the one who leads us to change, but it's not ourselves leading us to change. But the transformation helps us, uh, takes place when we rest in the work of the cross. And I, I I mentioned one thing at the 10th minute. <laughs> one thing at the 10th minute where I said that I started by reading the word of God, which I, I don't know whether it was intentional. I just knew at the moment that I desired to know God and I wanted to live a life that is of God. Um, but before... I I'd say I was ashamed to be a Christian and I know that I am not the only one who is or who felt ashamed and I've discovered that the shame comes from the fact that we don't know, we don't have, we cannot contend for our faith we cannot defend our faith why do you believe that jesus christ is the is the way to salvation and when you're asked you don't know so this shame is not like the physical shame that you feel when someone embarrasses you but it's something that is deeper that it's in the soul or in the spirit that you just experience because you cannot defend the faith. I remember uh, growing up, I, I got saved so many times through the radio, maybe Sunday school too. I got saved so many times and there was no time I ever feel like I, I, have, I, I am saved. There was no time that felt like now, like me and God are fine, fine. But it felt like I don't think that I am saved, saved, and I want to be saved, saved. So whenever there was an altar call, especially choir radio, and not too much Kwanini, um, high school, but in primary school, I do remember many times reciting the prayers after the after the man of God has said if you want to get saved then say these prayers with me so i'll say the prayers with the person but I, it's also the fact that i didn't know what was the meaning of salvation until 2018 i attended one of the k crew i started attending a friend invited me to attend k crew and at the time i think it was in the month of april and they were talking about they were studying the book of hebrew um yeah the book of hebrews and the person who was teaching that particular chapter which i cannot remember which one he said that anytime 
you you question um whether you're saved saved you're taking jesus back to the cross and i was like huh what salvation was never explained at least to me is that salvation is the faith first of all it's believing that jesus christ is the son of god and he came to atone for our sin and if you believe that that then jesus christ lives in you and you in him and that salvation but salvation was taught it's you have to repent of which it is repenting because now you're believing that um you're believing that my ways are not sufficient my good works are not sufficient to 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 restore me and to reconcile me back to god um that's not enough but whenever i say or the way it was put out i think maybe it was something to do with hell uh if you listen to the episode that we did with john about death um for me i didn't get i i didn't fear to to go to hell or i didn't think that i'd go to hell one but the only the thing that scared me the most was that um is that there would be a big screen um and yet god would be displaying our sins and he's like you did this and this and this and this and at that particular at a very young age i knew that i had certain sins that uh, i wouldn't want anyone to know about and so I was scared and i think that's why i got saved so many times and i didn't know that repentance actually meant me living my old ways trying to save myself from the sins that I was in to accepting that the only way to my salvation and the way the only way my sins can be atoned is through Jesus Christ and believing that he actually came for this very specific reason that to he came to atone for my sins and just purely believing that meant that I'm forgiven my sins have been taken away and I'm a new creation like immediately but I didn't know that and so salvation I thought salvation was just confessing um whatever people are told to confess but um it's a, but really repentance is actually turning away believing that Jesus is the way the truth and life and so for a long time i was ashamed um of the gospel because it, it i did i couldn't defend it i didn't know or i didn't grow up around people who lived their christian life yes i knew that i needed god but i didn't know how and so it was difficult to apply him in my life i actually thought that jesus Oh God was only found on Sundays then the rest of the days we can live just the way we want because on Sundays like I mentioned last week it is the day that we put on clothes we look good we smell nice 
uh, people are all laughing, they are singing, they are dancing, they are praying, and, and you see them, they are crying even in prayer, but you're like, hmm, you're the one who was insulting your neighbor yesterday. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. And, and so as I grew older, especially in campus now, I had at least three or four lives where my, my personality would change and and this would change depending with the place that I'm in. Um, if I'm in school, I have, a, I have a different personality. I really don't care that much. I know like I'd want to live for God, but at the same time, because I don't know how to, then I allowed a lot of things, a lot of um, just a lot of even perverted talk because I didn't know um, because my personality was changing really to please uh, to be pleasant according to the place that I'm in. When I come back home, then I have a personality. When I go to church, I have a different personality. She's come. She must be God-fearing. Um, like, I remember even in church trying so hard to hold my tongue so that I wouldn't curse. I, <clears throat> I started cursing when I was in high school or even primary school. And but in church I had to I was aware and I had to have this clean language but deep down because I could make a defense of this faith or this God that I believe in then it was difficult and I was constantly ashamed because I didn't have a defense why am I a Christian and to have a defense um, which now I couple it with the last week's episode to be able to defend the gospel and to be able to defend not only the gospel but the faith that you believe in to be able to defend why do I believe in this God why do I believe that this is the only true God and the rest are not and the rest are just dead how, how do I defend that if I don't know the person that I'm worshipping and so today, that's what I want us to talk about. It's in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, where Paul is asking Timothy to start up the gift of faith of God, which was in him, um, which he received by the laying of, of Paul's hands. And that is in 2 Timothy verse 6. Um, the gift of God that uh, Paul is referring to is the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the power of God. Salvation is the power of God. And he is, Paul is asking Timothy, start up this gift of salvation. Start this gift that you received. And that it, it's, I found it profound that it's possible for someone to say that they are saved. But then if they don't start up that faith, then it means that they remain in a constant line where there is no growth. And it means that then you can have the Holy Spirit, but then he is uh, dormant or redundant because there is no growth and there is no the pursuing of God and therefore and maybe that's why most of us 
feel ashamed of this gospel that and that's why even maybe most people um i've had someone someone has actually said this to me that it's easy for a christian to be a muslim than um a muslim to be a christian and i was really offended because it it was like yo no if you know christ then you wouldn't move to any other god because you understand that all other gods are dead therefore you can't worship them other you cannot live uh, a god who is living to go and worship something that is dead and i was like most people who say they are christians are not necessarily christians and they don't know what it means to be a christian because number one you have to believe that jesus christ is the son of god and and just by that mere believing it seems so simple but that believing means that whatever takes place is that god lives in you and you in god so like that's the the that's at that is it's the christianity foundation that you have to believe that jesus came here on earth to atone for your sins that's like the first step believing um you have to believe that jesus is who he says he is it's not our works again when we look at is it luke chapter 6 john chapter 6 It says is it John 6 I think so Yeah it's John 6 it's after I think the miracle of multiplying bread the five loaves of bread and the two fish where Jesus is saying the people asked him what should we do so that we can uh what works should we do for god i i can't remember the verse but what works should we do for god and he says the work that you should do is to believe that is to believe the one god sent from heaven like that's all that we are supposed to be to do and by that we are saved and that's the starting point so that we can move to the next step which is seeking god which is now starting up the faith starting the gift of god that we received and according to second timothy chapter 1 paul is highlighting two things that we should start up the faith and secondly rely on the power of the holy spirit to remain steadfast we should start up the faith the, we should start the gift of salvation otherwise we'll be we will feel ashamed and we'll be fearful and also we should rely on the power of the holy spirit so that we can remain steadfast in god so how do we start up the gift of god how do we start up our salvation so that we can remain steadfast one that um paul says i don't know why i did quote the verse but it's to hold on to sound doctrine it's still in second timothy which i'd encourage you to read 
um, he says that number one, hold on to sound doctrine. He says to the words that you have had me teach. And secondly, in verse, I think, 8 and maybe verse 13. Yeah, it's in verse 13. Rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. That means, number one, to hold on the sound doctrine, which is the scriptures. This means that there is a constant meditation of the word of God, remembering and thinking of the word of God, which means that for us to for the the gift that we receive for us to start this gift of salvation it means that we need to be constantly be found in the scriptures so that what the scriptures do is that they help us to to know god the more we know god the more we are able to trust that he is who he says he is because a lot of times you'll find that um the doubt that we have about god comes up because we surely don't believe that he is who he says he is but the moment that we believe that jesus is holy therefore he cannot sin against me then that changes the way i think about god and that makes me trust him more so one is to read the scriptures meditate on it have several scriptures in your mind and constantly remind yourself of the words of god and secondly is to rely on the power of the holy spirit which means that we should have a constant communication with the with the holy spirit which that translates to as having a prayer life that after reading the scriptures and knowing that this is what God says about himself then praying to God about it like um how 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 do I say it it's like what I gave as an example last week in the last week's episode um when I read Luke 10, 27, and I saw that love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and I was like, hmm, I'm not able to love God on, by my power and strength, but I can ask him to teach me to love him. And that's the kind of, the kind of manner that we should respond to them to the scriptures ask god what does this mean tell me what are you telling me about yourself uh in this in the scripture um from genesis to revelation this whole book is just talking about jesus and we see in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning God, then revelation is... Let's get the last. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Uh, but verse 20 of Revelation 
um, it, it, chapter 22, verse 20, there, there are 21 verses. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. Um, what I'm just trying to say is that these scriptures are filled with God, like it's Jesus from the beginning to the end. And therefore, the best way to learn the scriptures is to ask God, teach me about you. Let me know about you. Let me know what you're talk what you're what are you saying here about your what what are you telling me or in this story? What can I learn about you that is in this story? Um and that's how we get to know more and more about God and the more we know about God, the more we remain steadfast, the less ashamed we feel the more less fearful we, we feel uh, because there are times that will come in our lives where we will need to defend even our stand there will there there will be temptations that will come and hardships and those moments do come again like i mentioned last week kindly listen to last week's episode those moments will come to test where your heart is is your heart for god is your heart with god and and the more we know god the the much easier it becomes to refrain from temptations to to just remain in god and to believe that actually yeah jesus is who he says he is therefore he's the only one who can be trusted because he is faithful he cannot deny himself if he cannot deny himself if then the scripture says that he is faithful it means that he is continually faithful that even when i am unfaithful he still remains faithful it then means even when i don't trust that he is faithful he still remains faithful it means then that even when my life is not is not um it's not aligning to his. It means then he still he is still faithful to lead me to where he says that he will lead me despite of my shortcomings. And it's crazy when we start expounding those scriptures and seeing God in who he says that he is, and then looking at our circumstances, all things like a lot of things shifts uh, so that we can um, just see God in. The light that he says that he is and yeah that's it for this episode see ya next week <laughs>